Hello everyone, I'm Jane Hanlon again from the Mortgage Club AdviseWise and welcome to today's Ask Jane. Joining me today is Richard Epsley, Director of Equity Release from GW Legal. The question today from our panel solicitor is how existing face-to-face process is holding up with social distancing. We've all seen over the last few weeks um, people adapt to the needs of the business and I'm going to look at three stages today of how this has been affected. Briefly cover the fact find and the presentation but more importantly the third part, the crucial part being the legal part of the paperwork. Fact find. Advisors have had to adapt to the isolation of the majority of their clients being over the age where they have to isolate during this COVID period. Um, the telephone has been obviously a useful tool along with modern technology, some of which the clients find easier than others to use. Many of the compliance departments have in requested that the advisor um, makes no physical contact, no face-to-face -face contact. However, they have to use modern technology where there's possible and they like them to record at any telephone or email traffic. They're, most of them have had to result to standard mail um, with obviously stuff going in and out of the post with follow-up telephone calls to the clients which has proved somewhat difficult especially if you've got a joint application where you've got two people that you would physically have to go through each section through so it takes more time but it does mean that business still can be written. The second point is the presentation producing the um, recommendation through the KFI offering the advice and recommendation um, that's more difficult and obviously a complicated document to take the client through. Um, but most have succeeded. Some have decided to wait until they can do full face-to-face. -face, but with the online processes with the lenders um, and the application has helped where there's no signatures required, means that applications can still proceed to lenders for them to attempt to do either a desktop or physical valuation in due course. I think the third stage is the legal stage is most crucial. So I asked Richard, so how is face-to-face -face is holding up with social distances in his line of business? Over to you, Richard. Well, thanks, Jane. Um, we've, we've been quite lucky really on the, on the legal aspect of the advice um, in that our advice has always been delivered in a very uniform fashion. So with a face-to-face requirement for equity release clients, We've not been as disrupted from the outset. Obviously, some financial advisors give advice by telephone. Some give them by face-to-face -face meetings with the client. Some do a combination of the two, depending on the needs of the client. But having having had that, initially starting off with that requirement to see a client face-to-face, -face, we had a sort of a, a clear outline as to what we had to try and achieve um, via the social distancing. So, um, and I'll come on to the, I'll come on to the, um, aspects of non-face-to-face -face in, in a moment. But so for us, um, we had to assess whether it was safe for us to, to go and see a client at home. Um, and there's still a high portion of the population who are still self-isolating. Somebody mentioned the other day that there's still 20 plus million people who are isolating at home um, and having very little contact or, or, um, or time outside. Um, so, so, the, so processes and pipelines have been have been impacted, and it would be be wrong to say they hadn't. But we've had to um, adapt the face to face meeting with the client at home, and, and and to do that, really, we've had to introduce additional steps. So, 
um, the first sort of port for us was whether we can, are we still capable of delivering our legal advice with the client if we're not sitting on the couch discussing it with them at home? And, and that's our model normally, as with other um, experts in the equity release uh, area. Um, home visiting clients for legal advice has been the norm for a number of years now. Um, so we've moved, we, we sort of set a model up where we would transfer the majority of that meeting onto a telephone call with the client. Um, and then that would be the opportunity for the client to, ahead of that, the client would read and, uh, and digest the information that had been sent out by the lender and our own report. Um, but they would they would have a chance to to read that ahead of that meeting with our that telephone meeting with our solicitor. The solicitor would go through the offer with them in the normal way we would, what we call a home visit advice checklist, making sure that they they understand and they're happy with the plan. Um, and then we would arrange uh, what we were keen to sort of deliver from the start was a socially distanced home visit. So by that um, we mean a, a a visit to the door really to pick up documentation that had already been completed. Um, but, but primarily to witness their signature on a mortgage deed. Now, what we didn't know back at the end of March was that the weather was going to be so good. Um, and we were blessed, really, because it really gave us a, a, a boost at the start of that, that quite quickly um, solicitors and clients were able to adapt that to um, a socially distanced visit in the garden, um, sometimes through a window. And, and I was quite sceptical myself at the outset when we had discussions with the Equities Council that it would be difficult to to deliver this to all clients because some lived in flats and some lived in properties that weren't conducive to that that sort of distancing but actually um, in all the in all the sort of end-to-end process that we're involved with um, from that sort of handover from the financial advisor the clients sort of buy into this and their ability to adapt and also our own solicitors has been been really good so it's been it's been the one part of the process that when we get the opportunity, when we get the offer, we've been able to to deliver that legal advice quite successfully. Good. So do the clients, are they surprised that you're offering this service in this current climate? Yeah, I think I think initially they were. And, and, and obviously there is a proportion of clients who are, so, who are socially distancing and, um, you know, with underlying health issues who weren't keen to meet anybody at all. And, and those, there have been a, you know, a, a decent number of cases that have had to be parked. Um, and some of those are still parked. Some clients have sort of grown into this sort of new normal um, and, have, and attitudes have changed. But the primary, the primary thing has always got to be, that is, that, is it safe for you to visit the client? And where there's underlying health conditions, we've, we've um, obviously backed away and, and there's no pressure on the clients there. Other clients have backed away because there's no need for the, for the funding straight away. If it was a lifestyle, choice where the money was needed quite quickly a cruise or you're thinking buying a new car quite a lot of people have sort of put those plans on hold um but yeah i'd, I'd say initially there was a for, for a relatively short period clients were unsure as to how it was going to be delivered um but um i think once we've explained the process and i think having a having a longer telephone conversation with them that would normally be based on the meeting in the house has sort of set people's minds people's minds at rest rest and we've also had we've had occasions where we visited properties and clients haven't been at the stage where we thought perhaps they would be um and we've gone away and, and revisited that again with further calls and advice and in some cases um uh, calls online as well you know with zoom zoom type calls as well so right 
yeah, 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 no, that's good. So how do your mobile solicitors feel about it all? Because, I mean, it's quite a change for them, isn't it? Yeah, and and, and obviously we rely on that, uh, rely on their buy-in from the start, really, that uh, without them we wouldn't be able to deliver it deliver this i think initially there was a um there was a worry about whether they would be allowed to travel because if you remember in the first sort of two or three weeks of the of the lockdown there was a lot of sort of focus on where people were going for their walks or um you know the trips that they were making um and, and some solicitors have been uh, had been stopped and asked what what the purpose of their their trips were but um no problems with 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 them achieving that end of getting to see clients we had you know, we have about 25 solicitors sort of working full-time seeing equity release clients at home throughout england and wales and i think probably probably four or five um went into isolation themselves or you know for either age or underlying health issues or we had one or two as well who had young families and they sort of went to a sort of self-imposed furlough if you like um uh, while they looked after families but even they have have returned now as sort of things have relaxed and uh, the solicitors have been to be fair have been really really good but then they have a wide experience of of dealing and, and, and meeting clients so um, um, that's been been a real a real plus for us. Good so I mean has the process taken longer to achieve the end goal and have you learned anything from this for the future on how to? Well um I, the, the the process is taking longer. So, what from a legal perspective, we're normally instructed at around the sort of time that that the client's application goes to the lender. Um, but most of our work, as you understand, probably happens post offer. Um, so, post offer, um, I think with the with the lightning of traffic and clients being more available because they've been at home, um, we've seen turnaround times from sort of offer to home visit slightly fall slightly. Probably, probably down by about a day overall, and we're talking, you know, a normal average here for an, ex- an equity release list is probably around seven or eight days, six, six, seven, eight days from offer to home visit, and probably saved about a day there. Um, a lot of sisters have found travel, particularly in the south, a lot easier. I'm sure that's that window's gone now, <laughs> yeah. but um, cer- certainly in the south, it was good for a while. In fact, we we have a couple of sisters who. Do a lot of travel by train and around London, and they were, they were on the outskirts of London. They were choosing to drive instead of take the train because it was easier for them to do so. Um, so, so that side of it has been um, been quicker, um, but the end to end has been been delayed um, for for the sorts of reasons that you'd probably expect. In that most aspects of our life are, are impacted by have been impacted by the the virus, and uh, it makes anything sort of slightly off-centre to deal with lenders, yeah. existing charges, land registry, um, all those all those other areas have been impacted and causing causing delays, unfortunately. So are they catching up now then? Are you seeing a, an improvement on the turnaround? Yeah, I think I think initially um, major lenders, you know, the, the sort of high street uh, banks and, and larger building societies uh, went to an initial period of, of sort of adjustment. Um, and they all appear to be back to normal now. There's still some impact with some smaller lenders, lenders um, where contact and obtaining redemption statements and the like are more difficult. Yeah. Um, you know, some issues related to title. I mean, the land registry initially was a bit of a closed door. Uh, lots of very simple applications where you know, typically with equity release, you might have a, a case where um, a deceased partner or husband or, or wife has passed away and, and they haven't been removed from the property. 
Um, and that's the sort of thing that normally we could get resolved with a death certificate within 24 hours. Those sorts of um, applications were being delayed and just not being dealt with. Right. Land registry are now open for business again, but but they're still, I think the phone lines are only open in the mornings um, and they will undoubtedly be impacted still, still by this. And some of the more acute problems where maybe where clients need independent legal advice for transfers, uh, matrimonial issues, um, a lot of high street solicitors are struggling with sort of adapting their offices to to dealing with clients um, and are sort of closing the door on that on that prospect right. completely. So not back to where we want to be, but slowly but surely, the number of sort of more heavily delayed cases is is receding all the time. So um, hopefully that'll improve over the summer. Good. So um, you're obviously a panel solicitor on our panel, advice-wise. So what are the benefits of actually using you as specialist solicitors to the advisor and to the client? Okay, well, I, I think there's, you know, a lot of um, uh, independent financial advisors will have good contacts in the legal industry. Uh, and will have solicitors who they've used for years and have always given them good service. Um, and and uh, we're not really around to sort of shake up and break existing relationships. We can only sort of uh, succeed or fail on our on our own efforts. I think I think the pandemic there has given a a good illustration as to why where experts have fared particularly well. Yeah. Um, ourselves, uh, GW Legal and Ashford's uh, Peter Barton and Ashford's have both been involved in um, the revised amended legislation for for the non face to face process that has been allowed through. Um, during the period of lockdown where clients were able to still complete equity release cases without uh, seeing a lawyer face to face. And that was deliberately um, deliberately created to accommodate high street solicitors who didn't have the resources and didn't have the infrastructure to do what we've been able to do, which is to to adapt and deliver things more more online electronically, um, but also by doing that socially distance home visit. Some solicitors were unable to carry on. Uh, either because the solicitors weren't prepared to meet with clients at the home or or in their own office. So I think it's provided a good opportunity for us to sort of showcase the fact that we'll always do whatever we can to try and try and keep things moving and keep the clients um, um, getting the services they need. Because throughout all this, people have still needed to complete their their equity release plans because they you know they need the money. So yeah, um, I think that's been a that's been a strength of the the experts. Good. So what can the advisors do to help the situation both now and going forward for someone like yourselves um, with their clients? Well, 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 we, we appreciate that advisors are are massively impacted by the sort of infrastructure that they rely upon. Obviously, the lenders and surveyors and, and there's been a lot of disruptions to the process for them and their clients where they've, they've had to sort of go down one road and come away because of desktop or physical valuations that these are all difficult things to manage. For advisors and clients i think if there's anything that we would say that could help from the legal process it's just those sort of background questions around um you know things that maybe in the past could be could be resolved within a few days or within a week things like location of title deeds is the building's insurance policy up to date do they have photographic id that will be valid during for the entirety of the equity release process um these are things that that Advisors are experienced and, and very uh, usually very organised about, but where where clients haven't necessarily updated them, that process of going through and updating them is taking longer than ever. So we are seeing still seeing some cases impacted by those sort of smaller elements. So you know if the if the if the 
properties unregistered and the deeds are with the local solicitor, is that solicitor open? Is there any sort of um, avenue they can take to sort of to push that a bit quicker than perhaps normally? Because obviously a lot of solicitors going back into the high street uh, offices now are going back and have got sort of two months worth of, of work to catch up on as well, two or three months worth of work to catch up on as well. So uh, so just just maybe those those sort of smaller things, they can dot the I's and cross the uh, cross the T's, that, that'll help. That's really worth knowing, actually, because we can um, sort of manage expectations with the advisors and prime them for that, to be honest. With you. So that's really useful for us at the club. Um, my next point is your panel fee of £650. How does that compare in the open market? Well, pretty good, I think. Um, you know, I think, again, I think against the, the market as a whole in terms of the volume of cases written, um, it's probably two or three hundred pounds less, uh, an overall cost of two hundred, two or two or three hundred pounds less, including VAT, than the majority of, of, of what the majority of customers are being charged. Um, you know, it's a it's it's designed to give um, to give those club members, um, you know, a, a leg up, an advantage in the marketplace in terms of competition because it is difficult with. Um, you know, it's difficult uh, out there to win cases, and often fees can be an issue that that clients uh, clients will look to. Um, so, so yeah, we're we're happy to happy to provide that incentive and uh, and to support to support the uh, the club members. Oh, thank you for that. Yes, I mean we we feel that the six hundred and fifty fee is um, is excellent, to be honest with you, yeah. and including, the around... including VAT as well. Yeah, yeah, um, and a home visit. So yeah, I mean, and I think as an industry as a whole um, has allowed the business t to be transacted during this difficult period with the completions in lockdown. Um, it's been fantastic, and like many other industries. So I think it shows the industry can adapt to meet the, the current needs and can adapt to make changes so i think an excellent job done by all don't you richard um oh, absolutely i mean we've we've been involved with with introducers not so much with lenders because they're obviously a, a sort of an arm's less dis distance with them and dealing with their solicitors but certainly through the equity release council and key stakeholders in the industry everyone's really sort of pulled together to try and find a way to keep the market going and while so many uh so many other industries, including financial services and, and mortgages as well, as well, have been impacted. The effort to keep things going, to keep uh, to keep this, this sort of avenue to to uh, help people's funding lines has been been amazing, really. So, um, you know, and a lot of work's been done for a relatively small benefit, but it's been done to sort of try and at least keep the, the doors open and keep business flowing. So, uh, yeah, it's been a really positive experience and hopefully um, sharing expertise and looking at different ways, looking at things from a different angle and different ways to conduct the process will help us with, you know, moving forward and uh, and how we deliver legal advice and financial advice in the future as well. Yes, well, I think everything's changed, including this Zoom meeting um, that's being recorded. Yes. So, um, so I thank Richard for joining us today. It's been invaluable. I've learned a lot. Um, so thank you very much, Richard. Well, thanks and, for having um, me. And hopefully our members will support you in using your specialist firm, uh, GW Legal. Thanks very much. Um, so there we are, uh, another Ask Jane session. Uh, if you have any more questions, we have had some already, please keep submitting them through our website, advisewise.com. On the Upskill page, you can enter them in and press the button to submit, or simply just give me a call. We thank you for your time, and we do hope you've enjoyed this session on face-to-face -face and social distancing. Thank you.